0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the podcast Strikes Back. My name is George and you're listening to our weekly show Top 8 where we break down this week's biggest stories in the world of movies. And uh, with me, as always, is Connor. Hello. And Benny. Hello, gentlemen. How you guys been? Good. I noticed that you didn't, this time you didn't say it's
1: been a huge week. Yeah, because I say that every week, and uh, we say that, we say that when it's not
0: huge weeks. Yeah, It's when actually it's ironically huge week. it speaks for itself.
2: Yeah, ironically we have a it huge amount true. of news this week. <laughs> this is the
0: one week that you haven't thank said? Goodness, it. Thank goodness! Thank goodness! <laughs> Last week was a little thin. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So, how you guys been? Have you been watching anything, Benny? Any media? Um. Yeah. Mercifully, Fargo season three just
1: started. Um. Noah Hawley's TV adaptation of the Coen Brothers film. Uh, it's pretty much my favorite show every season. Uh, we're three episodes into this season and it looks like another winner.
0: Cool. Is Billy Bob in this one?
1: No, it's an anthology series. So it's a completely different story every season. Oh yes, yes, yes. Mm, This one has uh, Ewan McGregor playing twins. Oh really? Oh cool. Nice. Cool. Very cool. cool. What about you Connor?
2: Um, during the, the weekend I was getting a bit of work done and I thought I'd chuck on something in the background. So I was just going through Netflix and I found Incredibles, The Incredibles. So just chuck that on. And within 10 minutes, I just, I put my laptop down. I was like, nah, fuck it. I can't have this on the background. It is such a good film.
1: That movie commands all your attention. It's a goddamn masterpiece. Oh,
2: so good. It's, I mean, it just hits all the right notes. And it's, for some reason, it never kind of makes it into my top three superhero films. Not even superhero, like kind of Pixar or animation films.
0: I think it's one of the best superhero films. Oh, I mean, it absolutely it's is,
2: absolutely amazing.
0: Yeah, it does kind of go by the wayside to you know your your ups or the yeah. Toy Story franchise. Ups sucks. Yeah, but everyone kind of seems to love that one and Yeah, remember and what, it.
1: What's the only thing they ever talk about is the, the first, the first five minutes. minutes. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. one, no one even remembers the rest of that movie. I like the rest so of the movie. Um, average. I don't
2: know. No, I, I think it's a good film. I think you're just being a Pixar drunkier. average. Okay, well, if we're talking Pixar average, that <laughs> well, the that bar changes is pretty everything. high. Yeah, well, um, yeah, that's, but yeah, still such a, a low ones. Oh, such an incredible film! Hey. Whoa! Right, hey, uh, and
1: now <laughs> yeah. Connor has to leave. Yeah, um, yeah, we'll get on with the <laughs> you're off <George>. the podcast.
0: <laughs> yeah, Georgie boy. Uh, what did I watch? Oh um, <laughs> uh, yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. I went back to the cinema and watched it again. Uh, that was cool. Uh, I, I, You guys said last week you watched it again and it went down. Um, you didn't enjoy it as much. I re- I enjoyed it just the same the second time. My same complaints were there. I thought the third act got a little fatiguing towards the end. But honestly, I loved it and I'm going to go watch volume one again because everyone's saying, oh, that's the best film ever. So I'm ready to go re-watch that and see how they compare and give my final judgment <laughs> on the Guardians of the It's a three-week long review. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every time you see it, just be like, this is my thoughts this week. We'll do a retro review on it next week. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> and then we also sat down and watched Prometheus. Uh, we'll have our retro review for that up on Tuesday. Prometheus. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's going to be uh, an interesting conversation, to say the least. But we'll leave that for Tuesday. Let's get into the top eight of the week. All right, guys. Our number one story for this week is we have a new
2: Dark Tower posters, as well as a new trailer, or a first trailer, really. Finally. Finally, yeah.
0: Long time coming. Yeah, waiting a long time. I thought there was inklings of this not materializing in yeah. 2017. Well,
2: it's been, it's been a while since they announced Idris Elba as um, the gunslinger, um, which caused its own little brand of um, controversy when it got released. Let's not dignify those complaints
1: by talking about them.
2: Uh, it's such shit, isn't it? Who uh, cares? Oh, well. Is
1: just fucking Elba? Any movie's lucky to have him?
2: Oh, 100%. I'd love to see him as James Bond. Yep. I know there's the same complaints on that one, but fuck it.
0: You're so progressive,
1: Connor.
2: I know, right?
0: <laughs> I just don't see race. <laughs> so what do you guys think of this, this trailer? Yeah, look, I think it's...
2: I, I'm coming from it from never having actually read... The books. We're we're not
1: the best
0: crowd to be talking about this movie, I would think. I don't think any of us have read any at all, have we? No, but I spoke to my friend Jordan, and he is a diehard Stephen King fan. He's read it, he's read all the Dark Tower series, um, Mm. amongst a number of his other books, and he was really disappointed by this trailer. Mm. Seems to be taking, uh, which is to kind of be expected, a very Hollywood approach to the whole thing. Um, Characters are getting what seems to be a larger screen presence than they actually are in the book. And it's just kind of been um, manhandled and reshaped into this atypical sort of Hollywood stories when the beauty of The Dark Tower is how odd and and just strange it is.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, with with this film... It's not actually based on – well, it's based on the books, but it's not – the story isn't based on the books. It happens after the seventh book, I No, believe.
1: No, it, it is based on the book's potential spoilers for The Dark Tower, but the story is apparently a cycle. So it's well, yeah, technically sorry, but you, after, but it's still an adaptation of the story from the yeah, books. Yeah, yeah.
2: But this is, this is happening after the seventh book.
1: Yeah, so but what, that, yeah, that's just so a way of saying it's an adaptation, really, and keeping it kind of canonical. Yeah.
0: And keeping it loose, and it also gives them – something in the back pocket to make changes and then people can't get too pissed off. Yeah.
2: Which I, to be honest, I, I always thought that that was a, a good way to go about it. Yeah, totally. they, they don't have to stick to a story that they're inevitably not going to be able to live up to. That's always been a big problem with movies when they, when you get adapt adaptations from um book to movie, people will always gripe. Well, that's not the way that it is in the exactly. movie and you missed my favorite character and you did this, <laughs> you did that. I mean if they just say, well, it's not based on the book, so people go get into yourselves. big
1: fights about those things too. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, they're very yeah, they passionate. Some weird. people they just God, there's too much energy, you know. Mm. Um, I think yeah, this I don't know about you guys, this trailer looked awesome, right? I was pumped, man. Yeah. Yeah. I feel I feel like it's not gonna please anyone who's read the books. That's that's natural. But uh, yeah, just watching the trailer, and not knowing anything about it looks sick. Yeah, I'm now in that
0: dilemma where do I try and read the books
2: before it comes out? <laughs> Good or? luck.
0: Uh, oh, I Pages per novel, seven novels. Yeah. I, I read pretty fast.
2: I can do it. Oh, here we go. <laughs> Speeding on <silence. laughs>
0: I thought it um I've been complaining about this this or the, wanting this, you know, B movie with a bit of budget kind of sci-fi thing to re- return, and this looks like exactly what I want. Seems to have a bit of dough behind it, some really interesting concepts. Idris Elba looks great. Not so sure about the kid, but that is in the novel and that's part of the story. So, so be it. And then Matthew McConaughey, hey, that guy's on a roll. So that, (laughs) well, he was kind of on a roll in 2015. (laughs) But uh, I I think, I think think it's setting itself up to be a really cool sci-fi flick. Yeah.
2: So this is what I was going to ask you guys. There's a bit of a trope in those kind of movies where, um, the main protagonist or the one that kind of moves the story along is a kid accompanied by kind of a grittier adult. It can sometimes dull down a film um, and it is a bit of a trope. How do you guys feel about
0: that in this context? I don't mind it. I, I, I mean, as I said, that was my one complaint with the trailer, but because it's part of the actual story in the novel, okay, that, that gives it a pass for me. Hopefully the kid's good. You know, that's always, that's always the problem with these films. The kid's a little dorky and the lines feel forced and he ends up being a, a Jake Lloyd from Phantom Menace kind of That's portrayal. always the I mean,
2: I think those movies are made or broken by the kid's acting ability. Exactly. And it's such a, I mean, I don't know how the people actually cast for these films because it's such a hard thing to predict and how that kid is going to um, look on camera and, and how they're going to
1: play out. Yeah, I'm not too bothered by it. I liked what I saw in the trailer. Um, so reserve judgment Until I see the film I guess
0: It, it reminded me A little bit of um, Wanted That Angelina mm. Jolie one Where they Where they like James McAvoy the guns and Angel- Yeah And the bullets curve. Don't ruin it It's too, and it, this We've only just gotten slower. The first trailer
2: did, did you Did you not like Wanted <laughs> No one liked Wanted. I liked Wanted. Oh, of yes, course, of course God. I did. Um, no, I mean right, look, as a Sorry sorry that I happened to just enjoy films instead of being a The snob. Loom of Fate. <laughs> the
0: loom of fate. Oh, yeah, Holy crap. Right. That wasn't in the comic book, I remember no, <laughs> that. No. Nothing was, like... was in the comic book. That was not an adaptation of the comic book. Um, but that same kind of he's flicking the gun around, capturing the bullets midair. air yeah. and about to shoot. I was like, "That is so like 2002." No. I'm so on board. Bring it. <laughs> yeah.
2: So it's uh, directed and co-written by uh, Nicolas Arcel. I'm probably getting that wrong. Yeah. Um, I f- as, as far as I know, he's a, a bit of an unknown. Um, I know that he he wrote "Girl with a Dragon Tattoo," the Danish one, the Swedish Danish.
0: Swedish the, Swedish uh, Danish. Swedish, yeah. <laughs> Swedish, <laughs> wherever they're from, um, Swedish David. It was one of them. I knew. <laughs> I was like, I'll just say them both. The <laughs> Um I really liked that film when it came out. Yeah, i I was so um, just thought it was a fantastic story, and then it got superseded by the Fincher version. Yeah. Uh, when when that came out in twenty eleven. Um, but I liked those films for different reasons. Yeah, yeah. I felt, felt I, they
2: each had their different kind of yes. flavor and and yeah, style so I, about
0: them. And they were almost like accompanying pieces, and I really liked yeah. that about them. Yeah. But um, hey, he seems to have some chops. So we'll see how he can handle that kind of budget. Yeah. yeah. So we just to recap, we haven't read any of the books or seen any
1: of this director's films. Uh, <laughs> yeah.
2: But we will feel <laughs> look, free to looks awesome. <laughs> ten out of ten. We will judge. <laughs> we will feel feel free to judge beforehand. Yeah. Um. All right. So number two. Uh, the long-awaited second Dunkirk trailer has been released. Um, this is Christopher Nolan's newest film, first one since Interstellar. Yeah, I mm. look. I'm 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 a Nolan fan. I Same. I will see this and I'll probably enjoy it. Um, having said that, I wasn't overly wrapped by the trailer.
0: So my take on the trailer is that this film is a hard one to market. Mm. It's 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 a hard one to get a trailer going mm. because. It's a war film. We've seen this before. Um, but we really need to see Chris Nolan's version of what that is. And he has said in interviews, this is a suspense thriller, not a war story. So this is like about the mission of them getting those troops out of that scenario um, rather than kind of like a Saving Private Ryan commentary on war kind of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, I thought it was a cool little trailer. My instinct though is that it is not going to be anywhere near as kind of nail-biting as it tries to make it look in it. Mm. Um, uh, Nolan's a pretty dry filmmaker, and I don't like war movies at all, so I don't know how much I'm going to like this one.
2: Yeah. I've, I felt with the trailer what they were trying to do is is um, communicate a certain tone and a feeling across the trailer, because um, I think that's with this kind of film that I don't think it will have... I I don't know whether it will have like a traditional storyline or plot plot points so i feel like it might be difficult to kind of market in that in that sense either that or he just doesn't want to give too much away which is also completely fine by me um but yeah just in terms of i don't know why i or what i expected from this trailer but it just it kind of felt a little bit flat for me
0: it seems to be um how do i put this Uh, he seems to be holding a lot of cards to his chest still like, I'm not getting everything from this film. Mm. I'm not getting the the beats of the film. Yeah. I think that's what you're kind of talking about before.
2: Yeah. And I mean, there's, there's no clear... As far as I, I'm aware, there's no clear protagonist in this film. Yeah. As, at least it, not that has been released by the, the trailers. I mean,
0: Nolan is known for ensemble casts, so that, yeah. that makes sense. But I, I know what you mean. I'm not getting the main thrust behind this film. I'm not getting... The sort of main kind of like, what is that action scene that sort of sets off this whole chain of events?
2: Even in most ensemble movies that he's done, if you think about Inception, there's very clearly uh, a protagonist. It's yeah. Cobb. It's it's Leonardo DiCaprio. If you think, well, Batman Begins and, and that trilogy, obviously that has a main protagonist. The um, Joker. Yeah. <laughs> in the second <laughs> one. <laughs> but uh, I mean, like, there's always a very, quite a clear kind of trajectory with those films. So it'll be interesting to
1: see whether this is um i'll you know a bit of a departure from that this could be just have that kind of natural thing with true stories where it's just a little less kind of narratively dramatic it's just a bunch of characters doing a bunch of things
2: i have the feeling that there's the potential for this to be one of those kind of like oscar-baiting films that's trying a little bit too
0: hard Nolan wants an Oscar, man. <laughs> <laughs> this And this might be his attempt to get one, to be honest. I, I think so as well. I reckon he should have just shoved DiCaprio in there and then, then let it seal the, the deal. Bag.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. uh, but Nolan, just quickly to finish this, I think Nolan's last couple films haven't been his best. So he's got to kind of get back in the ranks there because I'm not the biggest Dark Knight Rises fan. I'm not the biggest Interstellar fan um and now this could go either way yeah i feel like his last two sucked
1: and god so it's been what since 2000
0: 2010
1: 10? Yeah. inception yeah. yeah
2: look i was i was fine with interstellar i understand why people didn't like it um but it, that didn't really bother me i just thought it was a cool film um i i completely agree with dark knight rises i wasn't i wasn't okay with that film um uh, the characters were cool. Like Bane was cool up until he was meaningless. <laughs> yeah. Um, Spoiler alert. Yeah. <laughs> look, if you haven't seen that movie by now, that's <laughs> tough Potter. shit. Um, but yeah, look, I, I, the Interstellar I thought was a, was far better than than the Dark Knight Rises. Um, but yeah, so I I am of two minds of this film. I think it could be either really good or I just think it could be um, Oscar bait bullshit. Yeah. yeah. Cautiously optimistic. Yeah. That that's probably a good good way to put it um all right number three i always get this guy's na- name wrong neil Bo- blomkamp is that even <laughs> close to being right neil blomkamp, blomkamp? blomkamp? uh his Hello. aliens sequel is apparently officially dead really squashed it yeah he's a bit brutal about it too yeah. there was just like no kind of in <laughs> between he's, like, he's no. like oh this
1: is dead you, this is not happening <laughs> now See, i was about to say like thank god because blomkamp man he really went off the rails but then I was like, but now we're just stuck with Ridley making his Alien <laughs> Prometheus movies. And I'm like, maybe I would prefer a crazy Blomkamp one that maybe be more like Resurrection than Prometheus. I would, have,
2: I would have been keen to see his take on it. I thought it would have been really cool to have Ridley do the lead up to Alien and then you yeah. know, camp do everything past uh, what would have been two, really. Yeah, Because yeah. he's going to do, it'd be like his, the fifth Alien film but it would replace three and
0: four. Was my understanding of yeah. It was erasing those. Yeah.
1: I hate that idea. Really, that really revisionist. Stuff. Yeah, I like.
0: I just kind of like how like blatantly. Yeah, it's not. Re- it's not trying to redcon it or do it elegantly. It's like yeah, those two kind of yeah. suck. So <laughs> yeah. here's the new one. Here's the cool yeah. story. Yeah, yeah but
1: but I feel like in doing that, it just would have been so slavish to aliens. It would have been. And Newt sucks. Don't bring back Newt. You died in the third one. That was awesome. <laughs> you just kill him off in, in the this new one. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be amazing if this the first scene of this movie is them dying again. <laughs> it's, <fuck. laughs> be the best. it's like the exact same scene except they're thirty years older. <laughs> I'd be down for that. Oh man!
0: Yeah, I, I was excited for this particularly because of the the fantastic um, concept arts that was kind of got this film into the conversation. Yeah. Hmm. Um, And I loved how it was picking up momentum through social media. Um, It's a real shame that it didn't come together because I think it would have been a really great sort of case study on how to get a film made in 2016, 2017 with the use of social media. So I was a little sad that it didn't come together from, I don't know, just like a business model kind of. Um, Perspective. Don't cross Ridley. That's how you get a film made. But (laughs) you know, Ridley. You know, Star Wars is doing multiple timelines. They're doing Rogue One. They're doing Episode Eight coming up. So they're jumping around. Why can't Alien do it? And I
2: completely agree. I don't. I don't see why that would be an issue. Um, One of the things that actually got me kind of excited about this was a a quote from Sigourney Weaver, where she said um, Neil and I had started chatting about how the series left Ripley, Ripley, um, and I had not wanted to do a fifth one. Um she went on to say that uh going to earth was a little bit boring. Um it kind of gave me hope that that trajectory that they had taken with 3 and 4 would have been a been a bit different and I think that would have been really cool to have that branch out.
0: Yeah, I think so as well. Uh, the alien franchise was always supposed to go to earth at the end of Resurrection. Not that there is supposed to be a movie after that, but um there was always the promise of aliens on earth. Yeah. Um and as I said, I was really excited for this one. I reckon Blom, Blomkamp's aesthetic
1: would have gone so well with this franchise, at Spot least. On. And and it could have even just been like a little trashier because his last couple of movies are kind of garbagey, but they're sort of aspiring at something a bit more transcendent. I feel like if he just made like a monster movie, it could be pretty sick.
0: As you said, his design aesthetic is is—it's a very important component of his films. Mm-hmm. Um, if you think back to District Nine, like the mecca thing he gets into, and mm. it's just got a very nuts and bolts kind of realistic feel, which would have worked so well in the Alien franchise.
2: I mean, say what you want about his other um, his follow
0: up films. Um, oh, I will. <laughs> yeah. I will I mean, say uh,
2: Elysium and, and and Chappie. I
0: actually I, I, don't mind Chappie. I don't actually mind Elysium. Fucked on, and I'm not sure why. Chappie
1: is batshit insane.
0: I, I, don't, I don't know why people hate it so much. I
1: find it very off putting.
2: Mm. But it, I mean. That aside, the aesthetic for both those films is very cool. And I think applying that kind of aesthetic, because he's got a, a pretty um uniform aesthetic across all three. Yes. Um I think applying that to uh, the aliens
0: franchise would have been awesome. I think it's officially called the Bloomkampverse. verse <laughs> <laughs> I'd yeah, I'd believe it. But yeah, I think Ridley needs to back off a little bit. I think he's owning the franchise. We really gotta much. see,
1: we really gotta see Covenant. We got to. I got to know. The reviews are out today. I can't wait.
0: I, I read a couple, and they said pretty. It's better than Prometheus, <laughs> and uh, it's much more back to horror Alien. Hmm. So, um, yeah, we'll see how we go. Once again, cautiously optimistic
2: about uh, Covenant, not yes. this film,
0: because this film is not happening. This is dead. <laughs> Don't be optimistic about that. This I'm is dead. Very dead. I'm sad.
2: Um. All right. So on to number four. Uh, Dwayne Johnson reveals rampage details. Rampage. Rampage. So he uh, detailed this in an Instagram post. As you do. As you do. Um, and essentially just kind of went through what the general plot of the film was going to be.
1: Sounds mad. I thought this was a really cool way to reveal the, the information rather than just some press release or something. Yeah. Just because they, they clearly know that The Rock is the internet's best friend. and <laughs>
0: His social media following is such a powerful tool. Like that's half the reason why you bring him into a film is yeah, his absolutely. marketing weight. Um, but this sounds really cool. So he said he's like this dude is heading up an anti... I mean, his character in um, Rampage, um, his best friend is a albino gorilla <laughs> named George. Woo! Yeah, And um, it's kind of like a monster movie. It's kind uh, of exactly like a monster movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and it's oh, like, they, and you know, he's he's hyped up, saying, you know, we got the best VFX team on board. Weta, Weta
1: Studios is involved in this, it's which, cool. as far as VFX you know, well, goes, yeah, is... there you go. The they're, they're, um, they're so, second best effects team, but that's still pretty damn good.
0: It just sounds like a fun movie. I didn't have any hope for this film, mm. and now after this one Instagram post, I am way more intrigued than I was before. I feel like that's the. The Johnson effect, you have yeah, that <laughs> so. which,
2: which I have coined as the Johnson effect. Um, I'm getting to the point where I'm almost getting rock fatigue or Johnson fatigue.
1: Gonna <laughs> <Connor laughs> suffers from Johnson fatigue. <laughs> it's a thing. Yeah. Um, I mean,
2: like in the last two years, he's been so prolific and like such a kind of a presence um, I'm almost getting to the point where I think by the time this comes out, I'll, I'll kind of be like,
0: uh, well, um, I mean this year it's been fast eight and now we've got Baywatch coming up.
2: Yeah. And he's, he's been, he did a lot of social media hype for Jumanji, which he will be in, I think that's coming out either next year.
0: Into next year, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm
2: basing that on nothing. Just <laughs> my gut feeling. Um, <laughs> Residual Facebook information. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I read that somewhere. Maybe. <laughs> i um, pretty sure it's this year. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Is it, is it this year? Okay, is right. It this so year? I, I was talking I so. shit.
0: Is it? Is it? Is yeah.
2: it? Is it? <laughs> um. So yeah, done a lot of social media for that. There's a lot of social media f- before all this for central intelligence. Um, he's just everywhere. You can't get away from the guy. He'll come it. <laughs> you. can't get it. He'll get
0: you. So <laughs> he's actually stalking you, Connor. Yeah.
1: <laughs> me <laughs> like,
0: specifically. <laughs> I have the idea that
2: Dwayne the Rock Johnson is stalking me, sending me all these like
1: stuff it's, on Facebook. It's that Johnson fatigue, man. You're Johnson fatigue, things, yeah. yeah. Um, I'll show you Johnson fatigue. This, this movie probably has like a 0% chance of being any good, I guess. It's a video game movie.
0: This could be the
2: one, Giant man. monsters. This yeah, this, this, is, this will be the one.
1: <laughs> They'll get it right
2: this time. Um, I love how directors keep trying it. They're like, we I'm going to bring Last
0: year it was like, walk off, this is going to be the one. Man. Yeah, yeah. Um, Assassin's Creed, this Assassin's will be the one. This is be the one. First in First Mender we trust. Resident, no, we don't. Resident Evil 12, this will be the one. <laughs> but this one could be this, the one. This could be the one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I, it,
1: it could be fun, but it's probably going to be god awful.
0: <laughs> did you guys ever play the game on the Nintendo 64? Yeah, yeah I, I played yeah. it on, on the original PlayStation. Loved yeah. it. Oh, it was on the PlayStation. Oh, Okay. Um. Yeah, man, what a fun game. Yeah. I, if they keep the designs and the, the colourful, larger-than-life aesthetic of the game...
2: No, see, I reckon this is the main problem with, you, with these kind of gritty, movies. Gritty, realistic no, 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 it doesn't even have to be gritty, realistic, but dun, people dun, dun, are dun. always like, oh, I want it really to either follow the plot or follow the aesthetic yeah, of the game. Yeah, they got to
1: follow the exact plot yeah. of the game. <laughs> no, no, no,
2: I'm just saying in general, and that's always the biggest failing of a... Uh, of of those movies I think, because they're trying to please the gamers that want to feel like it's that game and that doesn't translate well. I remember watching Prince of Persia, which had like, they kept trying to do these shots and scenes that mirrored how the game looked in aesthetic and to someone that had played the game, it was a cool little nod, but everyone else, I was like, well, that was weird.
0: Yeah, they always too slavish to the um, original audience. I will definitely agree with that. And that, that was a big problem with Warcraft. All the Warcraft nerds were like, that was sick because I knew who that was and that Easter egg and, and, you know, this feels like the game. For me, who played Warcraft for, 3 for probably 10 hours in, <clears throat> for like 10 hours in his life, uh, it meant absolutely nothing to me. And the fact that it didn't have a good story and good characters meant that the overall experience of the film was completely lacklustre. Yeah, and it was I was not a good film. I was going to take I was ten minute bathroom breaks towards the end of the film because I'm like, this is boring as. <laughs>
1: but we've we've got to we've got to think about the hardcore rampage fans here. What do they want? <laughs> you know, how do we serve them best? Maybe that's what will make this film good because they don't have to please anyone Anyway, really. it's a bit of a blank slate. So yeah, they. But it, yeah, it's probably just going to be like a subpar. What, what does it take
2: to make something? a good uh, video game movie? Just find someone that like a video game that no one's either ever heard of yeah. or cares about. And then you can do whatever and you need to do with it. Follow it at all, yeah.
0: Just talking about Johnson fatigue to finish this up. <laughs> I, um, think this is getting I, I, I need to talk to you guys about something. <laughs> um, when do you think The Rock is going to max out? Because everyone, I feel like every it's dog up has now. its day. In every popularity dog. or size? Because he seems to keep <laughs> yeah. getting bigger. I think Fast Five was him, at his biggest. <laughs> yeah. He was so juiced up. Yeah, um,
2: yeah. I think we're kind of coming to that that point. Where people are going to stop?
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't know. He just had Fast Eight, yeah, the biggest movie in the world. Yeah, <laughs> oh, well. yeah. Oh, there we go. Yeah, thanks, thanks for that, <laughs> maybe guys. that. Well, maybe that was it. <laughs> maybe that
2: this, was the just, top. This yeah, is, maybe.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, all right. So number five, we've got a new Defenders trailer. Um, Finally. So this is the next chapter after two seasons of Daredevil. Jessica Jones and a Luke Cage season, and <laughs> oh, and Iron Fist. Sorry, I just, <laughs> just very forget, oddly, oddly I oddly about forgot him. about that. Yeah. Um,
0: so this is the Avengers of the TV Marvel world. Yeah. That's yeah. how I like to kind of describe it to people who don't know <laughs> much about <laughs> this series. And I would I would have been so excited about this
1: a couple of years ago, but I feel like the Netflix universe has been really steadily heading downhill.
0: Yeah, that really bums me out that that's kind of how it's perceived right now. It's
1: devastating. And and Iron Fist has hurt the reputation of all the other shows yeah. Oh, yeah. retroactively.
2: Massively. I mean, just that that series for me. I don't know if either of you have actually made it all the way it? through. I did you finish it? I did finish it. Wow. Hell no. And I thought it was such a piece of shit <laughs> series. Like, yeah. I mean, particularly compared to the others, which- um, I've really enjoyed all the others I know you guys had some complaints about Luke Cage I,
0: I, I don't, I think like the last couple of Episodes it gets a bit Yeah, you gotta go through the It's terrible the <laughs> it's,
2: But it's not terrible, that's the thing like, it's I, just When not,
1: the guy it's, turns it's, out to be his brother the whole time And then he comes up dressed like a snake And yeah. he's like, hey brother, where, how you going like, I like that, I thought it was song? goofy and it Let's be honest,
0: Cottonmouth it. was the, the better oh, antagonist. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah He edged him out just a little, yeah. maybe <laughs> um, But it didn't bother me when he it it bothered. Listen, <laughs> the series <laughs> hey, as a whole. Hey guys, listen, the listen. series as a whole had a had a f- better front half, but as a whole, I really enjoyed it. And yeah, in the what people generally say these days, I feel like Luke Cage was shit.
1: I think that's such an injustice to Luke Cage. But I uh, know, I think, I think they say the first half was good. Yeah. Okay. Or, or passable, and I, I, I really don't think they knocked it out of the park at any point in that series. But it was definitely watchable for the first six or so, and then, then it really went off the rails and it just didn't go anywhere. Yeah. Um, but, but the problem is that all of the seasons have the same issues. That's because when Daredevil first came out, they're like, all right, maybe it's a little weak towards the end, but overall, really impressive. But then, season just, two was had that in space. Well, they just kept doing that every, yeah. every, every one of the seasons. Maybe even Jessica Jones a little bit. Um, they're just all a little drawn out. Uh, too long yeah well this is going to be eight episodes yeah which is already a strength yeah yeah so anyway, with, with all that context what do we think of the trailer
2: oh yeah um look there's there's not much
1: to the trailer
2: um but as far as kind of the way that people are going to meld together um i'm i'm pretty down for it i i'm i'm relatively i'm cautiously optimistic about this hey, one um this week, every so. scene that has iron fist in it makes me cringe but um,
0: I, that was the first time I saw his power because I didn't watch the series at all. Yeah. Um. So, so like, that oh, scene where he where he, he does. Luke Cage, I thought that was awesome. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. That was so, so good, fun. and that was a cool little
1: callback to Luke Cage's series when that guy broke his hand on his face. Yeah. Yes. That's right. Um. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I I love the trailer. Yeah. I I love that Nirvana song. Um. Oh, that yeah. was so good that scene. remix. Yeah. 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 Oh man. And um, just that little. I mean, hallway fight. Oh, That's yeah. what the Netflix yeah. universe is yeah. all about Fucking yeah. awesome hallway fights. So <laughs> yeah. that looks like an awesome hallway yeah. fight right at the end there. All four of them were really working in tandem. It looks like they finally got a choreographer again after they didn't have one on Iron
0: Fist. Damn, you yeah. took my point. I was going to bring up the corridor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Um, yeah, man. So down with this. It doesn't look like they are changing the aesthetic of the series. It still looks like Daredevil and Jessica Jones. It doesn't look like you know they've put pumped in another million into this production budget it still has that you know tv look yeah or whatever that marvel look is um yeah well i guess it is gritty realistic and realistic especially jessica jones it's it's down to earth it's it's tangible it's real it's it's not flashy
1: um i reckon it looks a, a little cooler than maybe the other seasons maybe that's due due to it being shorter mm, but the, yeah. the effects look really sweet yeah and you yeah. don't see a lot of special effects in the other the other shows yes um and it was so good to see Jessica Jones again, just that uh, energy and character, I feel like so sorely missing from the, the seasons since hers.
0: I agree. Yeah. Uh, my, that one's probably my favorite with Daredevil season one. Those mm. two are probably my favorite.
1: I, yeah, I really enjoyed Daredevil season one. That may, might be my favorite. I think Jessica Jones is by far the best though.
2: Yeah. I mean, that's kind of universally agreed upon that those are the two best out of all of I those, think so. Um, yeah, 100%. Out of all the seasons. Again, my, my biggest concern is going to be whether Iron Fist is able to um, – is, is that going to bring the series down or are the rest of the characters and the plots going to be able to elevate Iron Fist? Because, I mean, it's hard for me to to really pinpoint where that season failed – or what really made that season everything? Fail. Yeah, I think it was the the main the main actor. To be honest, I just didn't like him. Yeah, I didn't like the way he delivered lines. I didn't. I didn't. And also the script. To be honest, the way that he
1: was scripted really kind it's of. It's hard to know who to blame more. Yeah, because you know, they're, they're both a zero out of ten.
2: Yeah, oh, so a lot of those like little Buddhist lines that he tried to put out oh, during God. that series that just <laughs> felt so weird and flat. And yeah, just, that
1: series was so unaware of how stupid it was somehow yeah
2: I, I don't know how it happened I, I just feel like they had this idea of what that character was meant to be and I
1: don't think they did yeah they yeah
2: that yeah that entire series just gives me shivers alright let's move on to more Marvel news um, yeah, so yeah, 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 yeah. we've got a teaser trailer And a look at the Inhumans costumes I'd like to call it
0: a, a logo trailer A logo trailer? A logo yeah, trailer, that's it I'm not even
2: sure what the hell that is Look, I'll be honest I, I know absolutely nothing about Inhumans um, Surprise, surprise, Colin <laughs> <All right. laughs> You don't <laughs> know something a big, about
0: an unknown comic book
2: They're a big part of the DC universe
1: I can't believe you don't
2: yeah. know that. <laughs> I knew it hmm. um, Ben, I might just shoot this one to you to To explain what the hell they are
1: yeah, well, um, basically, they're the MCU's version of the X-Men currently, uh, or their version of Mutants, sorry. That's um, kind of what I've heard, yeah. Yeah, I, they, they were introduced on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, great show, finally. Um, like the concept or the, the, the name? The, the concept yeah, and yeah. the name, yeah, not not the characters that'll be in this show. This is the Inhuman Royal family uh, who live on the moon. Cool. Uh, comics are weird. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and anyway, so this is going to be an eight-episode miniseries, um, they're originally going to make a film. It was part of Phase Three. Uh, that yeah, came, that's and right. Twenty nineteen, I think they're going to do that, and they they dropped that. And that's very the only quietly. Marvel one that they've kind of hmm, not maxed. followed through on. Yeah, yeah. So ABC got it back, which I think is good because they've been doing a lot of work with the the characters or the Inhumans on Agents of Shield. It's kind of the main thrust of the series at this point, and I think it could be cool to have those two shows kind of working in tandem about them. Um, and this series. They must have high hopes for it because it's actually premiering in IMAX, the first two episodes, I believe. Yeah. It's a pity that the uh, IMAX in Sydney is no down more. and out. Yeah, as if we were going to go see this <laughs> yeah. on a, hey, I, IMAX. I would. Yeah, I would. Yeah, I,
0: I would but. Well, the podcast boys, come on. Yeah. on, yeah. podcast!
1: <laughs> anyway, my, my feeling is they're going to try and make something like Game of Thrones light out of this. Just oh, so it's more like in- a fantasy kind of vibe? Well, it's, you know, this royal family... Um yeah I okay mean, so the they, political the side
2: of game of thrones or the gore side of
1: the, the gore side yeah, yeah. they're going to bring that the to really the like ups- <laughs> <laughs> yeah just well the,
2: you got to be specific in that most, point mostly that that-
1: mostly the rape is what they're going yeah. for i think <laughs> um no the, the political stuff definitely it's all about kind of a uh, a coup i think on on the royal family yeah. essentially cool very cool
0: I, i'm excited i think once again good option to go for 8 episodes um, as Defenders um, because I think that Definitely. just makes it tighter. It, it's cool to see MCU
2: like branching out in that way. Like I know, you know, them doing TV shows is nothing new but um, Agents of Shield, I thought was it's its own little thing and then you have the um, Netflix Marvel yeah. universe and then you have the movie universe and they all kind of, they all give nods to each other yeah. and, and have a, um, some Revolve kind of around each other, tissue yeah. but they're, they're they're very much their own kind of
1: thing. It's going to be pretty out of control next year where we have Cloak and Dagger coming, and the Runaways. We'll have this show, Agents of Shield, uh, and the, all the Netflix shows, yeah. and however many movies yeah. they're going to be. making It's like as people think
0: well. Marvel. Have, I feel like they've only just started. Yeah, you know, been they, taken they're taking over. They're now doing three movies a year. It's When's insane? it all going to fall apart? <laughs> yeah,
2: I know. I know. We 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 kind of praise Marvel probably a little bit too much in this show. Praise
1: Marvel,
2: <laughs> but I, I got to be honest, it is really impressive how they have managed to keep in check all these different facets of this story, this overall universe. It is unparalleled in the way that they have maintained this overall universe. A lot of balls
0: in the air. Yeah. Especially Iron Fist. That was a lot of balls. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's a, it's a testament to the model that they have. Yeah. I know I've said this again. As <laughs> I, if you want to go back and listen to an old podcast, you can hear me gushing just pick on Marvel. A, a
2: podcast and like for at some point yeah. George will start on this Marvel
0: ramp uh, <gasps> But good, it's they're, all
2: their atypical style of
0: it's it all comes down to the model. Yeah. It's a great model.
2: But no, I just look, to be honest, I it it is, as far as I'm concerned, unparalleled the way that they have orchestrated this entire thing. Um, And with such little disaster, I mean, Iron Fist is obviously um, a complete cock up. But apart from that, they have maintained a relatively good level of quality. Good
0: pedigree, yeah.
2: Throughout this entire um, enterprise. So, and I mean, I am very interested to see where where they will just reach that critical point where it's
1: too much to juggle and things start falling off. Um, We'll have to see what their status is next year, because I feel like Doctor Strange was a step down in a lot of ways um iron fist was also i disagree definitely terrible i don't know i don't think it's anywhere up near say guardians uh winter soldier civil war
2: you're you're kind of picking the best of the bunch though for that
1: yeah but that that was kind of like a couple years there that's what they were doing yeah that's true i mean it has to
2: ebb and flow i don't think they can maintain that kind of like civil war
1: but i think from the beginning they were just heading up
2: yeah yeah uh
1: and and you know iron fist comes along that's the first really just terrible thing they've done. Yeah. And so, you know, say Inhumans comes out, if that's terrible as well, then it could start getting a bit ugly. Yeah. If Defenders sucks, if that's like... an If I-Face Defenders sucks,
0: thing. that'll be a bad
2: one for mm-hmm. them. Oh, that'll be take. the end of, of Marvel Netflix. Yeah, They'll so literally just pack it, pack
0: it up. I well, <laughs> pack it how, up. Where
2: do you go from there? I mean, if the Defenders... Yeah, Daredevil's not up. showing
0: up
1: in any movies if the Defenders sucks.
0: Yeah. Just finishing up on this, what did you guys think of the... Um, costume designs because oh, yeah, i thought they were super it. wacky <laughs> and I, I i i think this this inhumans one is going to be kind of like the wackiest um one yet i'm really excited for it yeah it does look like they're really going out there i loved her wig the red hair uh, I that thought, wig is terrible i thought yeah. it was awesome <laughs> there's been a lot of chatter about yeah. that being I, just I, like i don't know why people uh, are complaining about it, it. it's terrible it's why? a bad <laughs> wig i don't think so i think it looks awesome it looks
2: strange. My I eyes think are drawn. It to that. shouldn't like look, a look comic- like a big
0: orange wig. <laughs> <laughs> I, think, I think it has like that larger than life. I would
2: have. Look. I would have rather them have CGI- CGI'd her hair. Oh yeah, than that. Sure you would've.
1: They 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 will be because her power is she can control her hair. Well, yeah, like but even just tentacles photo, or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. So presumably it would look very different in the final product. Yeah, but yeah, that. I, I like the photo. costume.
2: Um, I don't know any of the characters' names. The guy that on the far left that looks like he's got some kind of tribal thing on.
1: Mm. That looks cool to me. There's, one of the characters is a, about a six foot tall bulldog.
0: So That'll be interesting. Cool.
1: The final product should look pretty cool because Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., um, I don't know what the budget is on that, but it looks great. It shits all over Netflix. Yeah, My yeah. It's,
0: it's not that gritty realistic. It's got more budget. They've got sets. They've got...
1: Mm, like yeah. there's just superpowers galore in that show, yeah, which is okay. really cool
0: to see. Um, And this comes out September, right? Sure. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say <laughs> September. Yeah. Final I feel answer. like we should,
2: we should know more of when the release dates oh, are on this. Know. No, let's just pick a month. It's There's only <laughs> a few left in the year. This entire
0: podcast is just gut feeling. I feel like this
2: could be happening that's, sometime that's branding, later man. this year.
0: That's a branding, I'm All gonna, the time. I'm going to say October. <laughs> <laughs> and Connor, you say August. Then, yeah, uh, yeah, you and then we're three all set a there, solid window. Yeah. George just put $100 on it <laughs> and we're yep, all sweet. Yep, hey, that was only in the first two episodes. We're up to episode 26 now, so fuck you.
2: All right. On to the next one. All right, number seven. Um, we got appeal to right to Fuck you! <laughs> Don't try and steal my thing, Ben. That's
3: all I have.
1: All Except right, for Johnson
2: fatigue. <laughs> what do you have, Johnson
0: fatigue? Sounds like an STI. Is this is this snake in the podcast? I'm trying to no, figure God, out no. right now. No. I'm Trying no, no, to no. figure it out. Um,
2: all right, number seven. Uh, we have finally got our first Blade Runner 2049 posters, as well as.
0: The trailer for the trailer
1: posters. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> oh um,
0: we have finally got the posters. We've been hanging out for these. <laughs> this,
1: this is Connor's big story this week. He couldn't wait. He actually moved I, it up in the rankings. He, I actually
2: he wanted this to, to be at like number
1: four. I was.
2: I don't know. Like just this. This. This film for me. <laughs> I don't know why I'm so excited, and I. I absolutely hate the idea of a trailer for a trailer. I think it's such a wanky marketing no. pull move, but. <laughs> I got so excited for this trailer because it looks so sick.
0: Yeah, it, the look of it looks. The look of it looks. <laughs> look at it. <laughs> it's looking good. Yeah.
2: Everything about it. Just that fifteen minute or fifteen minutes. I wish it. Was 15, <laughs> minutes. fifteen seconds. Just. I don't know how it did it, but it just got me so amped. I think
0: Delhi, Delhi, Delhi Villeneuve. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Denny Villeneuve has such an amazing aesthetic. You look at um, a Sicario, you look at Arrival. He naturally fits that Blade Runner look, and he's just taken it to this other level. Uh, I'm, I am incredibly excited. This is one of the most anticipated films of this year. Yeah. Next week the trailer drops. We'll be talking about it. I look forward to it
1: I don't, I don't want to get my hopes up too high for this thing like everything on paper is so good creatively and it looks awesome so far but you know it's a 30 year late sequel which yeah. never really bodes well
2: but I mean the story happens 30, 30 years later as well yeah I mean, it's, still, like, <laughs> it's still it's still a 30 years, happen, yeah. So, yeah. yeah fair <laughs> enough um, I mean it, it feels as though it has the potential to be a total recall yeah um,
0: I hope not <laughs> oh, I hope not <laughs> I'm glad they're not doing a reboot, though. This one's a sequel. Yeah.
2: I think that's that's really important. Like, I yes. think they
0: needed to have that. I don't think... I never wanted a sequel to Blade Runner.
1: I don't want a reboot either, so I guess this is a bit less lesser evil, maybe. I,
0: as, as you said, man, just the, the talent behind the camera, mm. that's pretty much what I'm going on, and the visuals from this gave me a good indication that they've got a good grasp on what this needs to be. That's yeah. the thing. My only drawback for this film
1: is that it's a Blade Runner film. Like, if it was its own property... I'd be so much more pumped. Like like everything looked like it currently does and yeah, yeah people involved. I'm,
2: I'm I'm to be honest I'm kind of happy that it's it's a Blade Runner film. As much as I love the original, it does feel a little bit dated. Bull. Um, Bull. No, I mean just in terms Sacrilege. of <laughs> <That's> Bullshit. <gasps> no, I absolutely love the film, but I would like to see what what someone could do with that um uh that story or that kind of that universe in today's filmmaking world. I think that this could very possibly be that realize or the realization of that hope.
0: I I, I just can't get over how good Blade Runner looks. I can't get over the effects in that film. Mm. It is one of my favorite films to put on. Um, also, from the score, Van score. That's oh. such an important component to that film. Mm. But even uh, the music
2: in the trailer for this one, which, you know, kind of harks back to that and really yeah, captures that. I
0: hope they nail that. Oh. I hope it's not too much homage. I hope it dares to, to um, kind of um, find its own path or forge its own path uh, because if it's too self serving to the first one, it doesn't become its own thing. Uh, it's a fine
2: rope that they that they walk when they do this kind of project where you know that you have to hark back to that original property. Yeah. Like it just it has to fit within that universe. It has to have enough callback that people are like, yeah, this is a Blade Runner film while also making sure that this is its own thing.
0: I think it they could have if they would taken like maybe a split approach with Unbreakable and done it in that way and you kind of revealed through Maybe the marketing material, or in the film itself, that Harrison Ford pops up, you realize, holy shit, this is set in Blade Runner in LA, twenty forty nine. Yeah, I'm not.
1: I'm not too optimistic considering it's doing exactly what the Force Awakens did. You know, with a little trailer where Harrison Ford pops up at the end and it's like, hey, gun. hey, look at yeah. me, I'm back you know, so.
0: with the gun as well. Like, yeah. But it was it was a <laughs> exactly lot less, the same. It was
2: a lot less kind of gimmicky this one. I felt. Like in the Force Awakens trailer, it kind of comes out like,
0: mate. Chewy, we're home. I wish it like, was every like, Ryan right Guzzling, you're yeah. home. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and, like every nerd in like, the world just nodded themselves in unison. Nutted themselves. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
2: People just went and lost their minds at that little kind of, and it was a gimmicky move. Like, of course it was. This one felt a little bit more kind of as part of the trailer. And as though like that, that character is meant to be there. He's, he's an integral part of the plot in this as well. Yeah. So, I mean, the the whole premise behind this film is, you know, it's 30 years after the events of the first film. Um, Ryan Gosling plays a new oh, Blade Runner.
0: Ryan Gosling. <laughs> <coughs> Sorry. Gosling. Gosling. <laughs> <Garzler. Garzler. laughs>
2: That's how you his throat. name. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Gosling um, plays a new Blade Runner, um, and he kind of unearths this secret um, <laughs> Whoa! Well, yeah, and I, I like how they're keeping it very some some kind of um, a uh, secret, <laughs> and uh, and he has to go find Harrison Ford. Like that's the whole idea. I think that that's a cool way to go with this. I hope it. Like I, I would have been really disappointed if they had just kind of mirrored the plot of the original, um, just with like a new character and he kind of plopped up, which is what The Force Awakens did, and it was it worked in its own little way. I felt like that universe is very kind of. Geared towards that style of sequel, in this one I don't think that would
0: have worked. I don't think Blade Runner even has a plot. Like I'm trying to, I'm struggling to think of it right now. You know, Deckard he goes to find these replicants, and then all this magical stuff happens on screen. And by the end, you know, it's Roy Batty on the the roof, and Richter howe giving these amazing monologues, but. You know, it's 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 not really about the plot. It's, it's about philosophical. The, yeah, and it's how it, it feels. It's the tone. It's the it's it's got this density to it. Yeah, this will be way more plot centric. It sounds a lot more plot centric already. Um, a couple of things from the posters that I really liked was um, and the trailer is like this kind of like post apocalyptic Mad Max look for that those scenes with yeah. Harrison Ford's. So maybe some kind of nuclear attack has happened. Um,
2: it definitely. You did get the sense that there are two kind of societies, like yeah. like an outer kind of world that's yeah. fucked up, and then this kind of corporate exactly. scene where you get to see Robin Wright doing some kind of speech. Yeah. By the way, Robin Wright absolutely
0: love that that woman.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In everything she does, I just think she's sick in yeah. her own House of Cards, really. Yeah, yeah, yeah just she's fantastic, stunning
0: House of Cards. Um, and the other thing I really liked was his new car. The car looks in, cool. Um. What are the cars called in Blade Runner? There's a specific name for them. Okay, well, you,
2: well, you look that up. I can address the fact that <laughs> I should know uh, this. Ryan Gosling, Gosling <laughs> has been getting a lot of shit for his collar in the. Um, his he's collar. got that weird collar in the poster. Mm. People have been giving endless amounts of shit for that.
0: Uh, um, your collar sucks. <laughs>
2: <laughs> which I always thought was a weird thing to pick on in this kind of film. Yeah. Like, the whole point is that, you know, obviously fashion will have changed and, and moved
0: on. No, no. Um, don't lie to me. One of the... <laughs> the spinners. Spinners. Spinners, there that's you what go. That's they're called. Um, oh, that's the car. But look,
2: to be honest, I think...
0: I think we should wrap this up because we've got a trailer coming next week yeah. and we're going to <laughs> be talking about, the talk have to about it then. I'll talk about it just as
2: much then. <laughs> I cannot wait for this. I, I don't know. Like this... Oh, it just looks so fucking good. All right. I'll, I'll allow us to move on then. Um, number eight. Uh, it looks as though uh, Jordan Peele uh, is uh, going to write, direct, and produce a social thriller
0: for Universal. Yay. Another one. I am very excited.
2: (laughs) There's not much more to say about it. There's no name or anything. I'm
0: glad he's not signed on to Akira. I think he needs to get, uh, you know, um, get out was what? Um, 4.5 million dollar budget. I think he Mm. needs to do a 20 million dollar, 30 million dollar budget. 25 million. So there we go. Spot on. So he needs to do that. And then he can go to that hundred million dollar category and do an Akira (laughs) or something. Now get him on a Marvel movie. (laughs) Now, uh, You see, I'm glad glad Universal are coaching him through this. They're they're giving him a little more dollars to play with. He can get comfortable behind that kind of size production. Good tick, 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 tick from me. (laughs) Yeah, 25 million. He should be
1: able to do whatever he wants with that. Yeah.
2: I'm interested to see that uh, that's the kind of movie he's going for as a second um, uh, director kind of uh, position. That was bad like so I can try that again <laughs> um, yeah. I'm gonna That's I'm gonna not. try and speak this time um, look no I, I think that um, it's interesting that he's gone down this genre again um, to do the kind of social thriller um, he's obviously a fan well yeah and I'll I'll, I'll be interested to see Clearly. in you know five years time whether he's known as a, a comedian or kind of a horror guy or a thriller guy that'll be really interesting to see how we kind of because he's all already you kind of solidified himself as a comedic force. Like that's, that's his thing. Um, so if he just does thriller from here on out, then that might just be, that might be his thing. It might be what he's really good at.
1: Yeah. Very interesting to see where his career goes from here. Um, after such a strong start, like Mm. so many directors seems like more than, than not seem to have, you know, a good first one and then they never really live up to it again. Yeah.
2: I mean, that's always the risk. And it'd be, it'd be unfortunate. You get some directors like Denis uh, Venelou that have such a strong pedigree. Like they just, every film that comes out is quite frankly, just amazing. Um, That you say, all right, so that's, he's got something there. You know, he knows what he's doing. Um, Whereas there are some directors that just happen to get the right circumstances. They are able to produce a, a good film and they're never able to replicate that because it's just lightning in a bottle. Mm. I think so. it's
0: different. I think it's the difference between the the, the route directors take to um, in their career. So you look at somebody like, um, what's his name who directed Rogue One? Gareth. Gareth Edwards. Edwards. Look at someone like Gareth Edwards, right? He did monsters which is like for five bucks in his back pocket yeah. and then he went and did Godzilla which I'm sure was like maybe a hundred million yeah. oh, and least, now he's yeah. kind of stuck in this scenario where he is a yes man director sorry Gareth if I you know mm. if I'm offending anyone here but that that's <laughs> kind of that's kind of how I feel his role is he's he's serving the studio someone like um Jordan take, Peel Jordan Peele taking this route. He's able to call the shots. He's able to carve out his voice and his niche. And then over time, when he gets a $100 million budget, it's like, dude, this is Jordan Peele. He knows what he's doing. Leave him alone. Mm-hmm. It's not like Gareth Edwards. It's like, no, Gareth. <laughs> no, 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 no. Jin you've, Erso you've, is going uh, to uh, go and be a sad motherfucker, bland <laughs> motherfucker this whole movie. a
2: very sad picture of <laughs> <laughs> like Gareth. Gareth, go, go go, ahead, go hang out with-
0: that, That's why I had to say sorry. <laughs> go hang crying. out with Mark Webb. We'll <laughs> yeah. direct this scene. Don't worry.
2: <laughs> just in here crying in his pile of money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: But I think I think as a director, it's hard because you get given Star Wars and, of course, you're going to go, yeah, let's mm. do this. But in the, end, say no. in the end, you know, in five, ten years' time, where are you in your career from there? Yeah, that's my two cents for this <laughs> week, guys. <laughs> Tune in next week. <laughs>
3: All
0: right, guys, we've done it. We've
2: uh, plowed through the top eight. Um, Thank God was there was great. something
0: to actually talk about this week. This week there was actually a
2: ton of news, so we do have some honorable mentions and we'll try and get through them as quick as possible. But as always... It, that never really goes to plan. Um, first one is the new Valerian poster hints at Fifth Element connection. Um, what was that connection? I don't know. You're the one that put it on this list, weren't you? <laughs> it was me. Oh, because then Ben actually contributed to the show notes. I gotcha, <laughs>
1: um, mate. I put a bunch of stuff on there. Um, so uh, on the on the poster, you can see a sign looks like a sign for a bar, uh, presumably where Rihanna's character performs, possibly, and it says Orbans. Um, presumably cutting off uh, K at the beginning, which would be Corbin's, uh, which is the name of uh, Bruce Willis's character in The Fifth Element, Corbin Dallas. Oh, yeah. so it could be nothing, but the fact that it's on the poster is a bit interesting. I think perhaps he's the owner of a bar in this in this universe, um, and you know he he slipped into the end of Split. We didn't see that coming, he so did. could happen yeah. again. I think that'd be really cool. He Just becomes a, the
0: king of like slipping back into <laughs> franchises. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's
1: so revisiting all the connected. old franchises. Just <laughs> slipping into Bruce. It's my movie yeah. now.
2: <laughs> um, all right. We couldn't have this podcast without at least mentioning DC.
0: DC's so... <laughs> <laughs> are
2: they still around? Um, Aquaman begins
0: filming uh, this week. I'm actually super excited about this. That's that's the
1: one that um, seems pretty interesting, yeah.
0: Yeah. Wait, look, um, I'll be James honest- one. what was it? An Instagram post, right? Uh, the The Rock actually uh, the Rock. released an Instagram post. So. <laughs> J- Other
2: movies Jimmy, are now Jimmy's going, going to the Rock. This yeah. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> they hire him. Please promote our film. We need money.
0: <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> yeah, no, idea. I'm I'm pumped for Aquaman. I I, I love James Wan. Uh, Fast and the Furious Seven sucked, but the rest of his back catalogue, I'm a big fan of. Um, so including Dead Silence. Um, so hey, yeah. I'm pumped. Could be good um all right so uh jeremy
2: uh, our next honorable what? mention is jeremy renner to play doc holiday in a new movie What in
1: a new movie yeah well that, that's Holy all it's been really. and the you only guys, reason i put this
2: oh. on is because tombstone is one of my all-time favorite films we are the um,
1: biggest doc holiday fans around here <laughs> i didn't just have to look down at my phone to remember who we're talking about currently <laughs> um i have no idea welcome who to holiday the doc holiday cast so
2: in to- tombstone <laughs> Val Kilmer as Doc Holiday will forever be my ultimate, <laughs> um, the ultimate betrayal. And yeah, I, I put this in there because I love that film. Tombstone is, as I said, one of my all-time favorite films. Oh, um, shit. And I think uh, this is an abomination to have Jeremy Renner try and play that character.
1: <laughs> Boo, Jeremy Renner.
2: Now that we got there. Yeah. <laughs> um, next one will, uh, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 3 um, has been confirmed that it will take place after Avengers
1: 3 and 4. This was again, I believe, in an Instagram post that this got um, released. So this movie won't be coming out till what twenty twenty one at oh, the earliest, yeah, ages or so. Away. Which is interesting because what's James Gunn going to do? I just hang around in the Marvel office, hanging out. With, four uh, years of prepping for a movie, oh, yeah.
2: fuck. Well, I just thought it will take four years to do the CGI in this film.
1: It's going to be interesting because that means Guardian, Guardians of the Galaxy three is going to be set uh, like seven years after Guardians of the Galaxy two, like chronologically.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Which. That's that's a big jump for these characters. So it'll be kind of like an old, withered.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's gonna uh, be the Logan version of Guardians yeah, yeah, of the yeah, Galaxy.
0: Yeah. Seriously, it's the Dark Knight Rises of the Guardians they're, they're all years, dying. Right, <laughs> Peter Quirrell <laughs> Peter <Quirrell>. got <laughs> cut down. He's gone. <laughs> Me calling him Peter Quirrell is a thing now. Yeah, in, no, is in that this the podcast. Thing? Just yeah. so okay. you guys are. Okay. Stop trying that. to make anything. <laughs> make one mistake. Just like, I'm gonna run, run with you this, idiots. Yeah.
2: <laughs> just admit that you made a mistake.
0: Is that um, it? Nearly holiday. I still can't get over that. <laughs>
1: oh. <laughs> we we'll have our Tombstone retro review coming out next week.
0: Okay. I oh, I would
2: hundred percent. I've never seen view. it. Do you so you ever uh, seen, no? Oh man, it. A a
0: No. Oh,
2: come on, guys. Are, do you guys watch westerns at all?
0: Nope. No? Oh yeah, a few. I've seen maybe yeah. one western.
2: I, I love a good western. Um, and that, as I said, it's just it's up there. Good that we got that in there. Um, all right, finally we'll finish off on uh, Game of Thrones. Um it's come out that there will be four spin-offs after this final season.
0: Literally. Um they have spin off confirmed... episodes or spin off series. I believe series, <laughs> although I could be wrong about that. Um and it Daenerys, the animated series. <laughs> they haven't
2: <laughs> confirmed, you know, which characters will have those spin offs. Um some people have um theorized about what direction that will go, but I think uh, you know, fuck it, is like, we're not gonna let this die.
1: No. It's, yeah, it's, a smart, it's a smart business It's the biggest the brand in the world. Yeah. yeah. They're not going to do Although
2: I, I reckon that they'll allow it to just be driven into the dirt and then they can leave it having, you know, yeah. squeezed every dollar out of this franchise. <laughs> they, do it. they
0: possibly can. It's how it goes. It's the best way to do it. Yeah. They
2: can't just leave it on a high note or anything. Would, that would be
0: no. ridiculous. Uh, yeah. What a bummer. <laughs> way to finish. Yeah. Four <laughs> spinoffs.
2: Jeez. <laughs> oh, well. We did it. That's it. That's the news for the week. Cool. Well
0: done, everyone! Hooray!
2: It was a big. It was a big week this time. Yeah, there was a lot. Of news. <laughs> it was like
0: everyone's like looking around like, what? We're not used to this. <laughs>
2: We're not used to having. <laughs> like, we got to talk about potentially
0: David Goyer potentially <laughs> <laughs> signing on for a potential Green Lantern film. That well, we, might we did get one of those happen.
2: <laughs> I will admit the Doc Holiday one was a stretch, but uh,
0: <laughs> no. Well that's it guys. It's another episode of Top 8 done. Well done guys. I'm pumped for next week. Already <laughs> there's so much movie news in the pipeline including Blade Runner. Can we, can we record next week's now? Yeah. <laughs> yes, we I, 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 I have to talk I'm about. I'm literally about to hit stop and record. <laughs> <laughs> um, DC <laughs> fucked up. Marvel's doing something cool. Yeah. That's yeah. the news. <laughs> 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 um guys, we're on iTunes, we're on YouTube. Please hit subscribe, comment. check us out on Facebook and Instagram. We've got tons of content coming out. We've got the Prometheus review uh, up on Tuesday. And then Thursday, we'll be hitting up Alien Covenant and giving our review for that, which is really exciting. We're all dying to see that. So tons of cool stuff happening. Uh, Guys, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Love hanging out, talking movies with you guys. The boys, Connor. Bye. And Benny. I'm not very fond of you too. Goodbye. Oh, (laughs) well, at least keep me around for a while. Uh, check you next time guys thanks bye
2: check you next time
0: check it